Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. By the way, if you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, reach out, find the contact information on the almost famous page at 95.9 WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or over at almostfamousradio.com. So tonight, we're being joined by a band that I've been trying to get on the show for well over 10 years. It's finally happening tonight. We welcome Air Traffic Controller. Guys, how you doing? Thank you. Thank you. So sorry it took this long. <laughs> it's all good. So who's in studio with you tonight? That's, that's Dave, by the way. Yes, I'm Dave. This is Emmy McSwain with me. Say hi, Emmy. Hey, everyone. <laughs> welcome. Before we get things started, uh, share with us your website and the socials that people want to follow along tonight. WW, just kidding. It's uh, <laughs> airtrafficcontrollermusic.com. You can find us on all the socials. We are ATC Music. Cool. And you uh, just released a new album a few months ago. Talk about that. The new album is called Dash. It's long awaited, I would say. This is the most time we've ever spent on a record. And uh, it's one that we really had full hand in, in producing ourselves. We had a producer, Dan Cardinal over in, uh, in JP, amazing producer. Um, but he really, um, let us take the wheel many times and, and, um, and it was quite an experience. And there was quite a bit of time between the previous album and this current album. Yes. Uh, we do blame COVID for a lot of that. Yes. I, I, I can see that. So we were, we were <laughs> probably 75% finished with the record when, when COVID hit and then, you know, went through a lot of changes because of that. We had one of our guys moved to California, and so we wound up getting a couple of new players in the band. We, we had recorded so many keys on the new record that there was no way we would be able to play a show. Our drummer was playing keys, so that's a hard thing to do at the same time. Yes, so unless you're looping. We were blessed to, <laughs> to find uh, Emmy McSwain and uh, an incredible vo- uh, vocalist as well in her. So. so who are we missing tonight? Who's not here from Air Traffic Controller? Well, the drummer we were talking about is, is Adam Salome, and the bassist is Joe Campbell, and Bobby Borenstein is our lead guitarist. Fantastic. Who came in, you know, in the middle of recording the record, too. That's great. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a great uh, bonding experience. So we have kind of a stripped down version of air traffic controller in studio tonight. Yes. Cool. Someone recently approached us about playing a show and they said, well, we noticed, um, you know, we're really looking for like an indie pop band, but we noticed that you guys are like mostly folk, but that's not true. I just, I think we have maybe too much live acoustic content. (laughs) (laughs) This is just what we love to do. Strip it down. If you want to hear the full band thing. It's really, it's, that's what's on Spotify, I guess. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's get some live stuff. What are we listening to to kick off the night? Uh, we're going to start with a new one. We just, uh, filmed a video for this song. It's called anybody got a light. It was written during the pandemic. So I think you'll get, you'll get the the meaning. Let's hear it. We have air traffic controller in studio tonight. We have Dave and Emmy. It's all yours. The tiny stage 95, nine W A T D.
the day to day the song remains the same we hope we pray and we get back to the way it was we never really had a chance to say goodbye just letting go and trying to hold your head up high anybody got a light to me a favor would you shine it over here like animals we're scared of all that's changing you see this face when everything is safe again there's nothing underneath you where you stand you're upside down and dropping all the plans you made Anybody got a light? Do me a favor, would you shine it this way? I'm trying to find a reason to believe again. Has anybody seen that part of me out there? Like we do, we're all back flipping forward toward the new. They say your day to day's about to change. You hope you prayed we'd get back to the way it was. By now, somehow you found a way to say goodbye. got a light to me a favor would you shine it this way yeah, anybody got a light to me a favor would you shine it over here like animals we're scared of all that's changing you'll see this face when everything is safe again I'm trying to That is a great way to start the night. 95.9 WATD. We have air traffic controller on the tiny stage. Dave, talk about that song. How did that happen? I don't know. We're going to have, I think we're going to have a lot of uh, pandemic songs come out that I, I guess I was just playing around on my, on my guitar and sort of came up with that little uh, riff there. And anybody got a light is, you know, kind of a smoking reference, which is Never been my intention to uh, write a smoking song. I'm very anti-smoke. <laughs> it could be um, metaphorical, too. Yes. It could so, mean anything. So, yeah, that's what I was going for is, you know, I'm all about the metaphors. And, yeah, the song is about, I guess, uh, trying to find hope and continuing anything. I guess, for me, it's music, but I, I feel like 
I like to write in a way that other people can uh, connect with. And I feel like it's one of those songs where I think things sort of fell apart or stalled for anyone trying to accomplish something, you know, whether it's somebody with a business or family or, or whatever they're trying to, to build. I feel like the pandemic really, really hit them hard. I agree. And I also, you know, the cons obviously completely outweigh the pros of what happened over the last couple of years with COVID and the lockdown and all that. But I think musically, it's one of the best things that ever happened in music (laughs) because there's so much great music that's come out of the last couple of years inspired by, you know, people with nothing to do but just (laughs) pick up the guitar, you know, or sit down at the piano and just fiddle around and whatever comes out, comes out. I mean, album after album, I can't even count how many songs I've received related to COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like it hit the industry hard. I feel like there's going to be quite a rebound over the next several years where people just need it to get out and see it. So, because just haven't really done that much of it. Well, let's turn our attention pre-COVID. Let's go back in time to the beginning of Air Traffic Controller. Talk about the history of the band. How did everything start? Well, I was an air traffic controller in the Navy, so that's, I have to tell you where I, the, the name came from. And thank you for your service, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> and, and when I got out, my brother Jeff had this idea to run an, an open mic in Malden. And at that time, really, open mics weren't happening at every bar I, like they are now. I, I feel like it's very common, but there were very few of them, I think, at that time. And, and I said, you know, that's going to take up a lot of time and, and energy, and uh, I, I, don't, I don't think people will come. And he just had this sort of look in his eye like I don't care I'm doing it you know we have friends that play they'll come down they'll come down and uh so I was like well I'll do it I'll I'll come and play every week if I have to so uh, he convinced me to do it and then I started networking with all the people that were there and they sort of became uh, my band my first band I should say (laughs) and then uh and I I kept pursuing air traffic control I uh, I wound up out in Oklahoma City training to be uh, an air traffic controller uh, for the FAA. And I got a call from a producer that a friend set me up with on the phone, um, this guy, Blue, out in California, that he considers himself from Boston. And he said, I, I heard all these demos that your friend sent me, and uh, I wanna, I'd want i love to come and make a record in, in Boston. I'll come there because I, I know a guy with a studio, Ducky Carlisle. And uh, so we went over to uh, what Ducky calls Ice Station Zebra, and we made the first record with all those open mic buddies. And uh, I said, you know, hey, I got, I'm getting gigs now, and those guys came out and played. Everything sort of evolved from there. The band got more and more serious. I started doing it more and more. And it became my main thing. And as it became more serious, you know, I started getting more people to commit to to the band and the schedule. So, and I feel like literally every album we've put out now has had a new band, including the next one we do. I feel like is going to be a different band even, you know, the the crew we have now is going to be the, a different from, and we are starting to make new music. Uh, the crew that we have in place now is so amazing, and it's already a different crew from who we recorded with last time, slightly. And I have to call out Emmy for a second there, because Emmy is actually playing a guitar in there, which is amazing. <laughs> New addition. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you, you mentioned, you know, the, the evolution of the band, uh, you know, always adding and subtracting members. And I think one thing that you do really, really well is each album and each kind of evolution step of the band, you have... A different sound, but you kind of maintain the integrity of the songwriting. Is that something that's intentional? 
Yeah, I guess that's that's one thing I I would have a hard time switching up. Really, is my my style of writing. I try to be uh, conversational. And uh, with the uh, blue in the as in the producer chair, he never wanted to do the same thing again and again. So like from each record, like even song to song, if you listen to the records, you're like, whoa, this this isn't like the first song or the second. You know, it's like <laughs> we're really hard to pin down. I think I don't know. If that's worked in our favor or what. Because I think it is. Okay. That's what, kind of what I love about you guys. <laughs> Great. Cool. So, yeah, if we're doing that song to song and album to album, I mean, there's this surprises on, on every corner. So, so cool. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next? Well, since I just told you the open mic story, I might as well play that song. Let's do uh, If You Build It. All right. We have air traffic controller Dave and Emmy on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. If you build it, they will come. Do you remember where that line came from? It was a movie, as I recall it had a baseball theme. Was it Bull Durham? Oh, not that old. You know, I think that it had James Earl Jones and Kevin Costner, though it wasn't for the love of the game. My brother always says it, and he gets this crazy look in his eye. But I don't want to get involved, brother, I'm just trying to get by But oh, he's so convincing, what could I be missing this time? His mind is overheating and he just keeps repeating this line If you build it, they will come Think I remember where that line came from It was a movie that keeps you guessing till the end Guy has a vision, an awesome one It happened when the work a day was done Lit up like heaven, baseball diamond on his farm My brother throws a party every Wednesday at the local town bar If you got a song to sing, then you should probably bring that guitar. Cause when everyone is gathered, there's nowhere else that they'd rather be. That's when he winks at me and smiles like he did the night we saw that movie. Yeah, if you build it, they will come. Yes, I remember where that line came from. It was a movie, one that everyone out there has seen And when them voices call out to you Maybe it's something that you could pursue Cause we're all living, yeah, we're living in this field
Awesome. Air traffic controller Dave and Emmy on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Take us through that song, The Ode to Field of Dreams. Yeah, I guess once I got on Kevin Costner, I wound up thinking of all the movies he's been in uh, where he plays a baseball guy. So, um, yeah, I felt like that was something worth worth writing about. So, But, yeah, that's something that that brother, Jeff Monroe, my brother, said around that time when he started the open mic, and, and he's been saying it ever since, just like a crazy person. If we do it, people will come. And he's right. And I feel like that's sort of, that really is kind of the spirit of this band, indie music in general, I, th- I feel like. Uh, the DIY vibe. Yeah, there's no there's no guarantees. We just do it because we love it, and, and people will come because we love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Air Traffic Controller, the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. We are rolling up on our first break of the night, at least of this hour, so we have a lot more to chat about, more songs to share with Air Traffic Controller. Live on the Tiny Stage in just a few, we're brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined in studio tonight by Air Traffic Controller. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Give yourselves an introduction. Who is here? Go ahead, Emmy. I'm Emmy. <laughs> I play keys in the band. And not just keys, that guitar. Guitar in the band, yes. I'm Dave. Um, Hi, Dave. <laughs> still playing guitar, singing. Yes. Yeah, Emmy's singing, singing with me. Has Guitar Bear ever filled in the band? Never. Guitar <laughs> Bear doesn't sing. That's the problem. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Emmy does, though. Emmy sounds great. Yes. Share with us your website, the socials, the music, the albums, all that good stuff. What's out there? Bunch of albums. The first one's called The One. And because um, it's the first one, then there's Nordo and Black Box, our third record. Then we did a, an EP, a long EP with seven songs on it called Echo Papa. Those were all produced by Blue and uh, recorded mostly uh, between Boston and, and California. Uh, some of the later tunes were recorded out there. Most of it's recorded right here locally in uh, Medford, Mass at a house studio. And then the new one is called Dash. Cool. How's that one doing so far? It just came out in November. Great, great response. We can't wait to get out there and play it. We're setting up all the the live shows now. Nice. We'll we'll get all over the place. So to stay up to date on those shows, is there a a best uh, platform to follow you on? Well, we got the Facebook, the Instagram, but the, uh, as far as... For shows, Bands in Town is, mm-hmm. is a very popular one. It's linked with our Spotify, too. So if you follow us on Spotify, there you'll you get go. a notification Perfect. for all of our TikTok? Shows. We're working on that. Yeah, we have a TikTok. <laughs> follow us. We'll do something on there. Cool. <laughs> Let's keep rolling with the music. What are we listening to next? Air Traffic Controller in studio tonight on WATD. Cool. Let's stick with this uh, this family vibe. We got, as I told you, I have a brother who lives right down the street from here, uh, Richie, who is our original drummer. He gets an, an honorable mention in this song called The House. Well, most of the family does, but this one is mainly dedicated to my mom and my dad and my stepdad and my stepmom and, yeah, stepbrothers, stepsisters. So as you notice, I have like a, a Brady Bunch sort of family. I feel like most of those situations come with a bag of complaints like because it's kind of disruptive uh, to childhood maybe for uh, for a step family to uh, to move in or to move in with them for me it was just pure joy my stepbrother Ricky 
there's a lot of riches in my family too. <laughs> uh, there's four. My dad is rich. My stepdad is Richard. My brother is Richie, the drummer. And then my stepbrother is Ricky. And we were very close. We were scouts. We, we were classmates. And our parents were, uh, were both divorced. And, uh, and they met up uh, through us. They were, they were just like probably at scouts. And eventually dated and got married. And, and we all wound up in the same house. Seven kids. Wow. Seven kids Jeez. under one roof. <laughs> and um, it was insanely awesome. Yeah. So that's what the song is about. Let's hear so it. It's got a really, really wild music video, too. With I've, I've seen it. I love cool. this. <laughs> Air Traffic Controller in studio tonight on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. Where everybody came We had the music, we played the games Nobody's parents worried about mine My mother never left one child behind We lived by the park where all the kids played That was my dog in a Superman cape Hop in the wagon, head out to the lake Hey, it's your birthday, mother made a cake This was the house where everybody hang Ask all my friends to tell you the same So was it the house or was it the gang Or a phenomenon no one can explain The house The house My folks got divorced when I was like three I understand they weren't meant to be Dad got remarried and mom did too To the father of a kid who went to my school Me and my brothers and my little sis Never saw mother happy like this We sold the house, moved into his Now two adults and seven cool kids This was the house where everybody go So much to see in every window The bands in the basement putting on a show And the girls in the living room playing Nintendo The house Business out front, the party's back there I'm talking about my house and not my brother's hair This was the house where everybody came We had the music, we played the games And nobody's parents worried about mine My mother never left one child behind The Where everybody'd hang Ask all my friends to tell you the same So was it the house or was it the gang Or a phenomenon no one can explain The house
Air Traffic Controller live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. Did you ever figure out if it was the house, the gang, or the phenomenon? <laughs> the phenomenon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is cool. So what album is that off of? Black Box. Cool. And like you said, there's a great music video for that song. Usually I ask about the song. You talked about the song earlier. Talk about the video. How did the video for that song happen? We were uh, looking for a, a director in a... And I, I was just stumbling on New England uh, filmmakers and found this guy, Michael Parks Randa, who um, is so damn good that I can't work with him anymore because he's like, <laughs> he's like working for like this big time company out in Hollywood, I think. Did you had him first? Uh, we did have him first, yes. We got him for two videos. We're so lucky. But yeah, he like... We he's just booked up. He's he's working for Nike or so somebody somebody all the time. Like he's doing commercials and and all kinds of like amazing amazing things. So so Dave, I'll start with you on this one. What is your very first music memory? Singing in elementary school, I like vividly remember like where I was standing in the classroom. I don't know. I just had so much. So it was what I looked forward to the most in school, and um, and I always um, seeked out you know the whatever you know advanced singing thing i could do you know i don't i I just and i and i wasn't like a soloist or anything like that i just loved being in a group and i loved um making music so um eventually i guess i went on into like talent shows with like you know my high school band we did like we played like a green day song at um at the high school you know variety show and uh, that was probably when I was like, well, I love being in a rock band. This is awesome. And, and um, I remember, you know, someone, um, I was just telling Emmy this like, last yeah. night, this, there was this guy, another guy that was in the variety show. He was, he's like an amazing saxophone player. He was playing guitar. He was playing a Neil Young song. And I'm like, that looks kind of easy. Like, I bet I could do that. And he's like, you definitely could do this. And he showed me and I'm like, wow. All right. And I played, you know, Neil Young. And then I was like, then I bought a Beatles book and, and I, and I suddenly I could play every Beatles song as long as I had that book. And then I went away in the Navy and my girlfriend at the time got me a four track recorder. And that, that was really the life changing part, being able to track things and compose uh, like an arrangement uh, for my songs. And at that time I was like really cranking out songs because I just was kind of sad and missing and and homesick, you know? So to have that mindset where I like needed to get the music out of me to feel better, it became a very serious hobby at that point. Very cool. Yeah. Emmy, talk about your background. How did music first become part of your life? I grew up as a military kid, which is cool. Dave and I have that in common. He served and I was a kid of parents (laughs) who served. So I think moving around a lot, I kind of gravitated towards music because it really helped me make friends quickly. I did swim team, but music was really like the thing that I felt the most connection with students and other kids my age. So I think my earliest memory, uh, I was living in New Mexico, probably kindergarten. My mom worked at a kindergarten too. And so she would teach silly songs to our class. And I remember there's like one where you like clap and snap and like all this stuff. So I think that's my first memory. And then it just became the love of my life in high school. I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I applied to two colleges. I applied to UMass Lowell because my dad worked there and Berkeley College of Music and, and I just graduated from there in December. So Congrats. Thank That's you awesome. so much. Thank you. 
Yeah. In addition to the music we're hearing from Air Traffic and Trilla, do you have any solo projects that you can toss out there for people to check out? Yeah, I have some solo stuff. I have my first EP coming out probably end of March, um, but I'm also doing some ambient music. I'm releasing one song every week this oh, year. Oh, very cool. Love that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so M-E-E-M-I-I, McSwain on Spotify for the ambient stuff, and Emmy with one eye for my singer-songwriter cool. stuff. Cool. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> Let's continue with the music. What are we listening to next from you guys? I was so interested in her story that I wasn't even looking at <laughs> what was next. Um, let's do uh, What You Do to My Soul. Yes, let's sing together. Let's hear it. We have air traffic controller Dave and Emmy on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. You get me up when it's time. You know exactly what to say to ease my mind. Girl, you got power over me. Such control. But I don't mind cause I love Just what you do to my soul This could be permanent, you know Doubt either one of us could let the other go Darling, I hope that you could see How we've gone I hope everybody knows Just what you do to my soul Inside my head all day, damn you When we go for a walk outside I see the look on all the guys, damn you My days have been so unbelievable Oh, what you do to my soul And darling, I'm so thankful For what you do to my soul We could just lie here on the floor Take all them pillows and we'll build ourselves a fort And play until we fall asleep Inside these walls Feels like I've got it all Girl, what you do to my soul Boy, a scattered mind A woman like you took a while to find Damn you My nights have been so Unbelievable Oh, what you do to my soul And darling, I'm so Thankful For what you do to my soul have been so unbelievable oh what you do to my soul and darling i'm so thankful for what you do to my soul yeah my life could be so unbelievable oh what you do to my soul and i would be so grateful for what you do to my soul 
That was great. Air traffic controller on the tiny stage. I think that's the first kazoo solo I've heard <laughs> on this show in over 10 years. So great job on that. We always, we've been planning to do that for a long time. And we always, every show we like look at each other, we're like, I forgot the kazoos <laughs> <laughs> during the song. <laughs> Talk about that song. How did that one happen? I wrote it for my wife now um, before she was my wife. The more interesting story is that I sang it to her as my proposal. <laughs> cool. Well, we were in a we were in a uh, a restaurant on uh, was it New Year's Eve? It was during the holidays, and uh, I I told her I was going to go up and sing. Oh my god, it was something like super cheesy, like not I just died in your arms tonight, but something. Oh, the Karate Kid ballad song. What is that? Oh, uh, the glory of love. The man. Yeah, Peter Cetera. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. stuff. So I was going to go sing Glory of Love, and she was like, "Yes." <laughs> Instead, I sang that, and she's like, what the heck are you doing? And then I had the whole place clapping the beat to the song, and I, and I sang it sort of a cappella. And, uh, and she said yes. So, Good uh, news. But yeah, it's, it's <laughs> just, uh, it didn't start out as a duet. It was just a, a love song to her, and, and then it made sense. Um, you know, having a female component in the band, that like, it was like this perfect, like, fun like duet, upbeat. So, so happy we did it that way. Something that I think has been lost in pop music, at least over the last several years, that's definitely still a thing with indie rock, it seems, is a really strong hook and harmonies. How important is that in your songwriting? So, so important. We just wrote a new song last night, and, and um, you know, anytime we come up with something that doesn't sound hooky, we sort of stop and say, how are we going to grab people here? What are people going to sing along to? And, the, and um, it's not always that way. You know, sometimes I just like keep writing and writing whatever is in my heart, you know, but, uh, but a lot of times it's just like, how can we connect with people? And that is how you do it. You know, it, whether it's a riff or a lyric or a melody, if you can get those components all over a song, which I think really makes a great song is when you can have all of those things in, in there working at, at once. I will say too. Um, Several times too. I think that's important. Yeah. yeah. But I've now had the opportunity to write with Dave probably a, a handful of times, but watching him work <laughs> live in a room, this man just turns out hooks like nobody can tell. Like I've never seen somebody write something so catchy. That's good. At the same time, somehow he figures out how to, to not be too like on the nose with it, but to make it really memorable. Like last night we were at a rehearsal space till like midnight, I guess, working on this song because he just kept coming up with ideas and you're like, well, it's getting late, but we don't want to stop this. <laughs> so how does your brain work when it comes to songwriting? Usually it comes to me. That's the easiest way when I'm just sometimes walking, just like sort of a, a melody will pop in my head. And oftentimes it is familiar to me and I can't figure out why. I think that's maybe a good thing. Because more often than not, it's not something that exists already, but it's familiar because it's catchy or something. So if I can get it started like that, and that was one of them that I did. I just sang a line into my phone. It all started with one line. And then that was enough to get everybody excited, I think. And then we just kept going. The co-writing is sort of sort of new for me on the new record. A lot of times on this new record, uh, Adam, the drummer, we, he got this like gigantic Korg Triton keyboard from the 90s the 90s said here have this and and he um 
<laughs> no one's using it anymore. It's one of those these keyboards that you can you can sort of use it like a four track kind of thing. You can play a beat with the keys and record that, and then loop kind of not loop, but yeah, just record it like a it, you can track on this keyboard. And then, but when you shut it off, the whole thing goes away. So it was really tough to 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 work that way. But um, but he just came up with a lot of like really brilliant instrumentals that I was able to sing over. Uh, and usually it was nonsense, like gibberish. And then um, we turned them into songs. So there's a good, I'd say more than half the record came out that way. And other ones is more like the traditional way for me writing is to start kind of with a line and an acoustic, uh, grab the acoustic and figure out what key it's in that line that popped in my head and then take it from there. We're chatting with air traffic controller tonight. We have Dave and Emmy in studio. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next? We have two more, I think. Mm. I think it's new stuff, right? Mm. Hundred? We can do that, yeah. Okay. Whenever you're ready, the tiny stage, ninety-five-nine WATD. The song's called One Hundred Percent. Someone's crying. I'd be lying if I told you this was cake. We don't need the belly aching, no. We'll be thanking Lucky stars we made it through another day Let's batten down the hatches right away No one wants to hear you scream No one wants to hear you cry Everything works out 100% of the time Hold on tight, love Be alright if you just have a little faith In you and me and something greater Have we ever Not survived the weather Most of us wake up Tomorrow we can fix the place up No one wants to hear you scream No one wants to hear you cry Everything works out 100% of the time Yeah, no one wants to hear you scream No one wants to hear you cry Everything works out 100% of the time Light a candle Don't fly off the handle Cause when it rains it pours You will get wet Go ahead now Be upset now that makes perfect sense, but don't forget There's a time for Stomping on the floor and letting off some steam And saying things that you don't mean No one wants to hear you scream No one wants to hear you cry Cause everything works out 100% of the time Yeah, no one wants to hear you scream No one wants to hear you cry Everything works out 100% of the time Yeah, no one wants to hear you scream No one wants to hear you cry Everything works out 100% of the time Yeah, no one wants to hear you scream No one wants to hear you cry Everything works out 
That was beautiful. Those harmonies are just incredible. Nice job. Air Traffic Controller on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? That one came uh, more naturally. That was one of the earlier songs that we wrote because I remember playing it out live a little bit before that happened. It just seemed to, to strike people a lot. That's one of the most played songs off the new record already, which was a surprise to me because... I mean, I like it, but <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> but I think it just connected with people more. It really resonates uh, right now. I feel like it's another metaphor. It t- like half that song is sort of like a storm is coming, so don't worry, it's going to be fine. Um, so kind of pre-pandemic, it was kind of like yeah, a premonition. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Do you have any songs that are too personal to share? No, no, I've I've just let an open all, book. Let them all out of the bag, especially on this new record. That's um, great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk influences for just a moment for, for both of you. Who did you grow up listening to? Who are you listening to present day? I grew up listening to the Beatles and Tom Petty. Uh, those would be... You know, I totally hear that with your sound. Yeah, Especially I, the songwriting. Tom Petty is kind of right in that wheelhouse, I think. Mm-hmm. I love Paul McCartney a lot. Still do. I got to see him at Fenway on this last tour. and So he's one of... The, those are probably two big ones. Uh, a later one is this, this guy, Mason Jennings. I don't know if you heard of him. I know the name, yeah. Yeah, he's more of a folky guy but i really gravitated toward him over the past couple decades cool uh, yeah emmy how about you Ooh, that's a tough one because i feel like i didn't hear real music until like seventh grade i grew up on silly songs and like that kind of genre and so i feel like i heard my first song from katy perry when i was in fifth grade and so i grew up like playing like church songs or something with my family and whatever i took piano lessons so i'd play like from the book like dragon's fire or something <laughs> my dad liked 90s music a lot so that was the kind of stuff too that i i had my first intro to in high school i found jazz i guess and so i played in jazz band and then i did all the bands and marching band and choir and orchestra and everything and and then yeah when i got to berkeley i realized like oh my god there's so much i don't know (laughs) i think in high school too i was when i finally was able to drive i i discovered like local music so i think a lot of my influence in the past 10 years or so has come from the fact that i can see a lot of music for really cheap because a lot of musicians live in boston absolutely so i think like some of my favorite artists are are boston based like folk bands or like indie indie vibes so definitely being here for so long my dad retired here from the air force in 2013 i think and my parents got separated which is also what helped with my music and being drawn towards that but yeah definitely like now the folk scene of boston is just cool that i get to experience and be a part of it now okay rapid fire both of you a song you wish you had written Oh God! Oh man! Um, uh, it's not, it's not <laughs> rapid. We have to think. Okay, uh, uh, in dreams by Roy Orbison. Great song. It's also a song I wish that uh, I could sing. <laughs> Unbelievable. We've been playing Dreams a lot by the Cranberries. That's just like a classic. Oh my God! Dreams and dreams. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. You guys are made to be in a band together. <laughs> exactly. 
We're up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you guys? Yes. All right. We'll do that after this. 95.9 WATD. We're live on the Tiny Stage with Air Traffic Controller. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, being joined in studio tonight by Air Traffic Controller. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. Who's in studio tonight? Me, Dave. And this is... I'm Emmy. Cool. And share with us the website, the socials, the new album that just came out, all that good stuff. Uh, it's airtrafficcontrollermusic.com. The socials are all on ATC Music. And the albums are on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you can find albums. Cool. And the new one that just came out in November? It's called Dash. Cool. Find that. Check it out. It's great. There's uh, some uh, some great stuff out there from you guys, including some videos as well. And uh, we are still kind of in the early weeks and months of 2023, but I'm... Uh, Anticipating a uh, big summer for live music with you guys? Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, yep, we'll be all over. We have time for one more song before we close things out. So what are we going up to the top of the hour with? Uh, we're going to play one off the new record. Uh, this is a song I, I promised someone I would play tonight. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> this is this is Jimmy's song. I, I promised Jimmy, my father-in-law, that I would play his song on the radio. and um, And he's... He's listening, I'm sure. Cool. Well, talk about how it happened before we actually hear it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's like, you write all these songs, you know, and uh, they're all about you. Uh, you know, why don't you write about, about me? <laughs> he's like, I got some, uh, I, this is basically, I'm, I'm basically telling the uh, lyrics right now. So it's all going to come together when you hear the song. But basically, he's a, he's a Vietnam veteran who crashed in not one, but two uh, aircraft uh, in Vietnam and, and survived. And went on to live a very fruitful life, and this is uh, this is his story. Yeah. So what you're saying in, in in some not so many words that he could very easily kick your ass. Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think I can. I think I can outrun him though. So as long as yeah, I'm not trapped. I don't think that really makes a difference. Once he gets, catches up to you, it's all over, man. <laughs> so yeah, the spirit of the song and in the spirit of this man is: don't give up. Give it one more try, and uh, and you might surprise yourself. Let's hear it. Well, thank you both so much for making this work tonight. Best of luck with everything this summer and with the new album and with everything you're doing. Thank you, John, for My having pleasure. us. 95.9 WATD, one final time on the tiny stage, we have Air Traffic Controller. I've been working on Jimmy's song for way too long. Yeah, it was promised to him years ago. Married his daughter, I could do no wrong, but still the pressure's on, and he will ask me every week or so. Where are you going, son? What you been working on? I got some ideas, I think you would like. Grab me a pen and paper, see what I can shake up. I heard your story, and boy, let's sing about mine. Did you think that I would give up you done lost your mind? I still got some time. I still got some. Shigakatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatukatuk
And when my plane went down in Vietnam All I could say was damn Cause no one ever gave me a parachute I sat there trapped inside My seatbelt was too tight Sank to the bottom thinking this is how I go Wiggled myself around a bit Somehow I swam on out of it I got to live to be this many years old Didn't you think that I would give up? You done lost your mind I still got some time I still got some If you're just about to give up Give it one more try You might be surprised You still got some Not every veteran got a welcome home My favorite boots got stolen My own father sold my Volkswagen Pug But I met a woman with a heart of gold She could have had Tom Jones But all she gave him was a kiss and a hug Swore I'd love her to the moon and back Forty years on the cul-de-sac Stroke cancer and the heart attack It was looking bad, I was built to last, you know Grandchildren smiling up at me Truth is that's all I ever need One day they'll hear this and they'll do what they're told Shigakatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatookatook